Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here. Pleased to be joined once again by Dan Terrar. Dan, how you doing, sir? Hey, good, Jonathan. Good to be here. Good, good. Uh, we've also got a special guest, AJ Fredrickson, one of the producers, many producers over at Score North. He's pretty much the guy on the board whenever we have a home game uh, back at the studio for us. So he's been <clears throat> watching Minnesota United as long as we've been having the broadcast. So, AJ, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here. Glad to make an appearance. Hopefully, uh, Dan doesn't want to dip out early tonight just because I'm here. But uh, oh, do I have to it, stay? Unfortunately <laughs> for you, yes. Oh, I just want to say that Jonathan and I both look down on you. So, <laughs> get it? Roll See what I did you. there? Yeah. See what I did there? See, this Dan's is the kind cool. of witty stuff you have to get used to, AJ. It moves Dan's pretty cool fast. Dad jokes. Yeah. Try, try and buck, buckle up, AJ. Thought right, there was a so- compliment coming, but not really. No, no, we've got we've got dad jokes galore. We've got yep. Dan's yep. favorite Tahitian treat. Tahitian treat. Yep. He'll his eyes will start rolling back in his head in about half an hour when he has his third one. The hot takes <laughs> are going to come spitting out here pretty soon. So let's jump into <laughs> it. Uh, remember, uh, do give us a rating, review, and a subscription wherever you get your podcast. It does help us get found. Uh, also, if you have a loons fan in your life who want who you want to submit to the pain of listening to us. Be sure to tell them that we exist. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, let's jump into this, boys. Loons are absolutely rolling right now. A 2-1 win against DC United on Saturday. 1-1 draw against Sporting Kansas City. Not really a whole lot to talk about there. Pretty drab and dull match on <laughs> Wednesday. But Minnesota fired it up against DC United and pretty much ran them out of the park from minute 1 to minute zero to minute 90. It was It was an impressive performance. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like their greatest ninety minutes of the year or anything, but but yeah, they never really, even though it was only two nil, they never really gave uh, DC a, a sniff. You never you never felt like uh oh, you know, if they, that we're in trouble, they're they're gaining momentum. Uh, there wasn't a lot on the there wasn't a lot on the pitch for DC to get excited about uh, in that entire match. So, um, you know, good solid win. Got a clean sheet they needed badly. I just think that the uh, Dane St. Clair and the defense just needed that uh, clean sheet to uh, kind of give them a little boost because not that the defense has been bad or Dane's been bad, but, you know, you need that you need that little uh, goose egg once in a while to kind of lift your spirits. Yeah, I mean, how happy does Dane St. Clair have to be to see that clean sheet? He's probably the happiest person at Allianz the other night. You know, he, <laughs> he's been working his butt off for week after week, and all of a sudden – just a you know stroll through the park for him. Not a whole lot of action, so uh, you know, I mean, common people are going to say, "Hey, he's getting paid to save, uh, make saves, being goal on his toes." No, it, every goalkeeper deserves a night here and there where they can just stroll into the uh, stroll into the locker room, shake a few hands, walk out there for ninety minutes, and then you know, <laughs> not even break a sweat. Yeah, I don't know. If he has to have his uh, his uh, uniform laundered or anything. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Good. Probably yeah. wear the same on one. The laundry. Yeah, he's the same one for Wednesday night. He, he probably he should have just had a lawn chair with him on when on Saturday <sighs> night against DC United. Not a single shot on target for DC. <laughs> I can't remember the last time that's happened for the Loons. That's a that's a wonderful performance by the defense, just shutting down a DC United side that for some reason was without their leading goal scorer who had scored ten goals in ten matches. I just I don't understand that, but I guess I get it from a Wayne Rooney perspective, trying to see what he's got in all of the players on his new squad. But yeah, Dane St. Clair, as you guys mentioned. 
easiest night he could possibly want. Yeah, and then and on the other end of things, their goaltender, Romo, spent more time out of the 18 last night than he did in it. It was all over the place. Have you have either of you guys ever seen a goaltender quite that active? No, I, I haven't seen one since probably uh, Manchester City's goalkeeper sitting out that far. But yeah, he, it was crazy. he always gets burned when he does that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know that a goalkeeper should be sitting out that far. Granted, he's six foot six, so he can he can yeah. venture out a little bit more because he can jump up and reach up a little bit higher than your normal goalkeeper. But I don't know that being that far, 40, 50 yards out away from your goal is a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of in the name. Believe it or not, I want the goalkeeper to keep to the goal. Like, yeah, let's stay, stay, let's stay in the there, box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you got away with it, I guess, for the most part. So, yeah. All right, so we've gone four minutes through the into this podcast, and we haven't mentioned the man of what? the last seven matches for Minnesota <laughs> United and of the league, essentially. Seven goals, two assists in the last seven matches for Emmanuel Reynoso. Since the international break in June, he has been the hottest player in all of Major League Soccer, and He's gaining buzz and gaining steam. He's the MLS player of the week, deservedly so, for his brace that he scored against D.C. United. Uh, He's gaining buzz and steam for MLS uh, MVP. I don't know that we should start talking about that this early. Granted, we started talking about Dane St. Clair's goalkeeper of the year pretty early on. Uh, But Emmanuel Reynoso is just on some other kind of form, and it's... He's dragging this team forward, and this team is starting to finally play up to his standard a little bit, and it's showing on on the results for him. But Emmanuel Reynoso, absolutely wonderful form right now. I can't believe you think it's too early. You talk about the standings after week one, so I don't think anything's too early for you. Um, Yeah, no, it's too early for me, though, it is. I mean, mean, you know, if he puts together another seven like this, I'm all on board. But it's not that he's putting up numbers. It's two, three, four times a match. He takes a perfectly good defender and just turns him inside out and makes him look silly. And how many guys in the league are doing that on a nightly basis? Uh, some of the moves he's using out there are are pretty amazing. I mean, when he's on, he's special. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it seems like we've almost seen him return to that form that we saw in 2020 from him. Uh, he's kind of been on that run a great brace the other night uh made us made it almost look nonchalant um and he, dan you talked about how many guys are doing that how many guys are doing that but also taking the beating that he does almost yeah. every single yeah. match um i i don't know the exact stat but i imagine he's probably one are up there for most fouled players in the league on a nightly basis it seems like yeah. uh the admin over at mnufc's twitter is they they have it saved like at whoever they're playing, stop fouling Ray, please. <laughs> yeah, you know, most he's, fouled player, and he's yeah. he gives out the most, fouls. and he dishes out the fouls too. So he's mm-hmm. physical on both sides of things. And you know, the difference I see now, AJ, between a couple years ago, is he was really good, but now it's almost like he does it with a confidence that he expects to make these plays. I think a couple years ago we saw mm-hmm. him make these plays and went, "Wow, you know, pretty impressive." Now. He's like doing it with confidence, and he's going out there knowing he can beat these guys, and uh, he's grown up a lot in the last couple of seasons. And you know what the thing I like about his game over the last couple of weeks? It's something that we pointed out a, a little while ago and that we wanted to see him get higher up the field, more into the box, and we're starting to see that. And when he does that, it's causing those defenders moments of fear, and it's leaving those spaces, those chances for him to just – put them on on skates and just leave them in the dust. And he's doing that time after time. And he continues to get 
if he continues to get into the penalty box and into the 18-yard area, he there's no one in this league who's going to be able to shut him down, and he, there's no one like him in this league. Like John Champion said on Wednesday before the Sporting Kansas City match, he's easily the best playmaker in the league, and he's absolutely showing it right now. And this team is benefiting the better for it because, as we've mentioned all season long, this team absolutely relies on Emmanuel Reynoso to go forward and to get to be successful. And we've seen how successful they can be if he's on his form. We saw that, as you mentioned, AJ, in 2020 in the playoff run. I think he had, like, what, seven assists in those three games. Uh, I don't. I think he maybe scored one goal in that whole time period, but he was so good creating chances for the for for his teammates that it led them to nearly being into the MLS Cup final. They were 13 minutes away from it because he was just that dang good. And over the past seven games, he's been doing that again. I don't know that he can keep up that kind of pace, this kind of form through the rest of the season. But by God, I'd love to see it. Yeah, and at two years, I think he's really matured. Uh, like Dan said before, it's it's a different mindset that he's almost showing up to the field each and every night with before it was like, you know, the unknown spark plug, he's going to go out there. He will, he'll make the flashy plays, but you still have that, uh, the story, uh, by the commentators where it's, well, you know, can he do this every single night? And he's a, he's a game changer. He can be, but he can't bring it every single night. Now I think he knows, Hey, I'm better than 90% of the guys that we're playing against. Maybe more. I should be able to make this. I can lead this team. I am the guy that everybody looks to to create for our uh, for our club, and that's what that's what he's been doing here over the stretch. Yeah, he's confident. He's so much more mature than he was then, and 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 I don't know that he can keep up this pace. That's pretty heady, but um, he doesn't have to keep up this pace to help this team. He's already helping the team. His confidence helps the team. So um, yeah, he's fun to watch. He's there aren't that many guys that uh, as soon as he gets the ball anywhere uh, in the uh, final third. You immediately, if you're a fan or you're a broadcaster, you're on the edge of your seat because there's there's always that potential that something uh, great's going to happen. So, um, yeah, I hope fans appreciate exactly what they're they're getting a chance to watch here in Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. A guy who's also getting better over this run of form, probably because Emmanuel Reynoso is just taking up all the eyeballs and all the defensive uh, players with him. Uh, Luis Amaria, who went into the international break in probably the coldest form we've ever seen uh, Minnesota striker. And that's saying something because there's been some cold forms by <laughs> Minnesota strikers in the history of this team in Major League Soccer. And all of a sudden, he's scoring goals. And now on went on Saturday, he assisted on both of those goals to Emmanuel Reynoso. So he's, getting, he's continuing to get in the right areas, but he's finally confident enough, it seems like, to make those correct decisions on the final ball, either shooting it or laying it off to... A teammate and it's it's great it's fantastic to finally see a number nine on this team scoring goals and assisting goals and being goal dangerous uh which is something we haven't seen a whole lot of lately yeah it, it's it's been a while we've been waiting and talking about this for quite a while and and i you know i gotta say i had hoped when the season started it would be luis amaria i didn't know maybe it would be adrian anu wait where's he Oh, he's gone. Uh, or it would be, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a Boudin Lottie. I really didn't. Um, but I didn't care. I wanted somebody to step up. And I don't know what changed for Luis. If it was just his confidence. If it was all internal for Luis, that's what it appears to be. Because what else has really changed? I mean, uh, Reynoso's playing better. But uh, all of a sudden, he's Luis is playing like he's been, you know, scoring goals all year. So hope that keeps up, too. He might hit his 26 goal nah, promise that he said a couple of years ago. <laughs> really? Really? 
<laughs> hey, we'll keep bringing it up until it happens. But, guys, we're one goal away from Emmanuel Reynoso being the first double-digit goal scorer we've had in a couple of years. So, yeah. Which is crazy to, to say. I, I think that tells just t- the type of uh, game that this team has played and maybe the lack of that one prominent score who yeah. you can rely to go out there and be that goal threat each and every night. And you look mm-hmm. for the depth, and they've had that season back in 2020 where they were a win away from the MLS championship game. They did it without, you know, maybe that yeah. prominent goal sport. You had that guy step up in Emmanuel Reynoso, but to have nobody who really is, you know, mark that guy every single time they get close with uh, that final third, it's pretty impressive for how much success this team has had over the last couple of years without that goal threat who is out there every single night. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, so that's enough about the DC game. I want to talk about a. I want to ask you guys a question that I heard on another MLS podcast that I thought was pretty interesting. I didn't really have an answer for it, so I want to get your guys' answer. Yes, Minnesota have been hot right lately. Four wins uh, in their last five. They're five matches unbeaten. Have they found a good vein of form, or have they turned into the real deal? I'm not sure there's a difference. You go first, AJ. Good vein of form (laughs) means this isn't going to last for very long, or is this the team that they're going to be for the rest of the season? It's it's like the the old saying of form is temporary, class is permanent. Yeah, Hmm. I I I think there's somewhere in a happy middle because you had that very rough stretch for especially a lot of the fans where they just were maybe going up in the first twenty minutes of a game, and then it's like, all right, park the bus. Let's relax. We 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 got this in the bag, and then you know, final twenty minutes roll around. Concede, you drop points, and then who knows what happens in that final five? Because um, we know what this team has had with issues in the in the late stages of the games over the years. But um, I th- I think it stems honestly with Adrian Heath. I I believe he is a good manager, and but the difference between like good and great managers is being able to when that locker room kind of starts reeling away from you, you reel them right back in. Um, and whether it's is just guys and having one-on-one conversations, he's been able to get that room reinvigorated and it's led to this type of form. Um, whether they or not, they sustain it. I think it'll be for the next three matches until that all-star game on August 10th. I think they'll stay in this form that they have. Um, and, you know, you don't expect, a lot of the big name guys coming up here on Wednesday against Everton in that friendly, but uh, you're, you're you're saving for the next three. Which, if I have it correct in front of me, uh, Houston on the road, Portland at home, and then Colorado on the road. Those are all beatable teams. Those are all teams that they can, especially when they're on the road against Houston and Colorado, walk into that that opposing building and get three points. Um, so. I, I think it's sustained for a while. It depends on what we see that first match out of the all-star uh, All-Star break and whether or not that's going to be the same thing for the rest of the season. But for the next three weeks or so, I, I think it's probably the same thing we've been seeing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready. I guess I'm kind of with you, AJ. I'm not ready to say this is it now. They've turned the corner. Everything's going to be roses. Because, you know, we came out of that uh, international break and uh, literally, uh, you know, slipped uh let three of them run down our legs and or two of them in a row <laughs> yeah. you know back to back that was ugly and then the one one draw the other day wasn't very impressive at all so no i don't think that this is some you know 
season. I mean, it obviously has changed their season this run, but they've still got work to do. There's still times. And, 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 you know, even though you won with a clean sheet, you were playing a DC United team that, you know, someone threw a seven up on the other night and, uh, and they, and this lineup wasn't even that good. So no, I, I mean, there's a, there's still a lot of work to do. I don't think the players or coach uh, Adrian Heath think, you know, Oh wait, we're, we've got it made now you know, there's, there's still some uh, there's still some warts there that they've got to get rid of and um, you know we'll find out like AJ said if they can take care of business here between now and the All Star game uh, you know they've lopped off another nice chunk of the season and you know improved their position so things are looking great but yeah this is this is a nice run but it's not a it's there's no guarantee this is going to keep up all season I'm kind of with you guys I I think no. they're taking advantage of a weak part of their schedule I don't yep. think that it that means they're a bad team. I think that means they're a team that can fight for, you know, a middle of the playoff spot positioning in the Western Conference. They're not going to fight for the top of the Western Conference because that at this point is between LAFC and Austin FC, which is bizarre to say. But at this point, I think right now the last five games is them taking part, taking advantage of an easy part of their schedule. LA Galaxy have just been crashing down to earth uh, away from the top of the Western Conference where they stood for most of the season. Real Salt Lake are kind of a joke or kind of a who are they team at this point. You don't know whether they're going to stay in the playoff race or whether they're going to continue playing weird soccer and taking advantage of Sporting Kansas City like they did the other night. Vancouver is just a meh team. They're bad. They're at the bottom of the Western Conference for a reason. They had a hot run of form, but now they've started crashing down to earth as well. Yet the game that disappoints me the most is the Sporting Kansas City game. That's a team that has been having the roughest of rough seasons and you should have been able to take advantage of them at your own place because we all we all know how much this team struggles down, going down to Sporting Kansas City. It's so difficult to go down there and win during the regular season for some reason. In the playoffs, they can do it easily. They can get a 3-0 <laughs> win in Sporting Kansas City for some reason. Who knows? But their history going down to Sporting Kansas City is so difficult that you don't want to take any chances or that you can't you can't take anything for granted going down there no matter how bad they are. Uh, and then DC United, as we mentioned, they, they had a seven spot rung up on them. So they were a team that you should have handled and you did, and you held them to a shot on target list night. So, yeah, I think this is a team that's for me is taking advantage of a good part of their schedule. Long may it continue. I mean, they've got Houston who have kind of revitalized themselves with Hector Herrera coming in, but we'll see how that happened, how that goes next Saturday night down in Houston, 7.30 p.m. kickoff, 7 p.m. pre-match with Dan Terrar and myself on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com and the Score North mobile app. Before that, though, uh, friendly against Everton on Wednesday night. That should be fun. I, I believe I'll be going to that. AJ, I think you're going to that as well. Dan, you are yes. staying far up north away from it. <laughs> uh, you're not going to go see a Premier League side in preseason action. I don't think I will be there, no. no. It should be a fun one, though. That should be yeah. a good opportunity to see a Premier League side at at Allianz Field. I mean, we've seen a couple of Premier League sides come to town quite recently. So uh, next up, as I mentioned, against Houston on Saturday and then the following Saturday after that against Portland. Two of those games, both those games you should be able to handle because one of them's at home and then one of them's against a team that's not really that good in Houston. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher 
And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Uh, boys, let's take a look across the league at some of the scores and action from this weekend in MLS. And there's plenty to discuss because there's plenty of interesting score lines. I think the most interesting thing for me, Seattle has fallen off all of a sudden. Four of the last five they have lost out of nowhere, including a loss in Chicago on Saturday night. What the hell has happened to a team that, Dan, you and I were talking about. Yeah. After they won the CONCACAF Champions League, you figured, based on historical precedent, they just start taking off because that's what they do at this time of the season. They just start flying, and all of a sudden, losers of four of their past five, and uh, one of them was a 1-0 shutout in Chicago, which you should never do against the Chicago side. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't – yeah, that's that, that particular match is very surprising, but I still wouldn't uh, write Seattle off. I mean, y- you can't – all they have to do is get in the playoffs, and then they're dangerous. So yeah. they're one of those clubs that, uh, that you know, they've just got to be playing at their best form at the end of the season. They tend to do that. The, you're right. This, this slide by them, this four-game slide, is very, very confusing, especially losing to Chicago. Um, yeah, so I don't know what happened there. I didn't see the match, but uh, I got to guess that Seattle just was flat and never really got their game going. Yeah disappointing for Seattle, I'm sure. Uh, LA Galaxy, as we mentioned earlier, just tumbling down to earth. They lose 2-0 in Colorado to Colorado side that basically is starting to trade away pieces, giving up on the season, looking for the future. And LA Galaxy over the past five, they've lost four of the past five. Uh, It looks like, uh, was that five of their last six they've lost? They are just tanking the season away when they were, what, second, third place in the Western Conference? And all of a sudden they're sitting out of the playoff spots looking in. It's it's been an impressive fall for the LA Galaxy of, of late. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on there either. I mean, we we looked like we were going to have LA and uh, you know both LA teams were going to be battling it out in the in the West, and I don't know what's going on there. Um, they're obviously not getting the goal scoring, and uh, obviously their defense. Well, the defense has always been suspect, but they're just not getting the goals all of a sudden, and. Uh, we, we, we know very well how that feels as a uh, Minnesota fan. <laughs> It'd be very frustrating when you're not scoring goals and all smiles when you are. So yeah, I don't know. And, and like, like, uh, Seattle, I wouldn't write them off yet, but, um, I, I would, uh, this isn't write that down, but I, I still think Seattle will, uh, have a better season than LA. So. I think this particular LA Galaxy side, you could feel comfortable writing off at this point of the season. Are you really? Are you comfortable <laughs> yeah. writing them off? They're so poorly constructed. I mean, Douglas okay. Costa right. is a joke of a signing. I don't know why. You, that's very old school MLS signing. Get this guy who who used to have Champions League success and bring him in and think he's going to light up the crowds. And it's like, I'm sorry, you already conceded LA to LAFC, who's been around for, what, five years? 
Congratulations, LA Galaxy. You had a 20-year head start and you gave it up in, wow. in five years. Oh, I like bitter. I like bitter, Jonathan. <laughs> All right, enough of bitter, Jonathan. Let's go to AJ, who's favorite player in the world, the guy who got him into soccer, Gareth Bale, made his MLS debut last night, LAFC visiting Nashville, and they get a pretty pretty run-of-the-mill 2-1 win over Nashville in Nashville, but we get to see Gareth Bale. Uh, AJ, I need your touch-by-touch breakdown of Gareth Bale's night. Well, I mean, let's start with the first two. The first oh, two were Magnifico. A nice little gonna, note. Wait, 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 wait. We're gonna talk about every touch he had? Oh, it wasn't Gareth too, Bale. Yeah. I mean go go watch that back heel is that back heel pass <laughs> that he had, his second touch in the league. It is amazing. Okay. That, it's a yeah, thing of beauty. It, it was beautiful. So the first one, I mean, it, he he looked natural. I I like that they're having him come off the bench and it's gonna be just yeah, you silly. Don't risk him getting injured. Yeah, it's going to be silly. <laughs> well, you got to remember, Jonathan, you got to remember, he just got done playing 18 hours before game time. So yeah, he's rolling in wonderful golf courses of Nashville. Yeah. Hey, he's going to if there's a golf course around, he's going to find it. You bet. You bet on that. Um, no, I mean, he. I like that they kind of are easing him in. I, once he gets up to full speed or whatever speed I guess he wants to really go at is going to be more than enough uh, for LAFC because you saw just the, uh, just simple touches, jaw dropping a uh, little yeah. back heel ball scoop pass. No look is that's the type of play that he's going to bring to that uh, LAFC side. And I have a prediction for write that down um, once we eventually get to that, but it's, he's going to be able to be the game changing player. I think for LAFC, not that they, don't have that already, but they, I mean, a, a good side just got much better. Absolutely. Uh, the thing I don't understand about LAFC boys is the, the rumors surrounding Chicho Orango, their number nine, uh, Tam level, uh, payment or salary for him. So he's not a designated player at all. He scored 22 goals in, I'm looking at it here, 37 appearances. He is a remarkable goal scorer yet. They want to trade him away. They, there's rumors that they are shopping him for some reason because they want to bring in a designated player number nine, and they've apparently sent out this uh, this shopping list of of things they're looking for in a designated player number nine, which is exactly what Chicho Arango is, except Arango's already in the league and scoring goals by the handful, and he did it again last night, a wonderful goal. If you go back and watch it, it's he has no angle on it. He's basically running away from goal and is basically able to swing his foot around to get the ball past Joe Willis for the second goal of the game for LAFC. It's just, it's an incredible goal by Arango and they want to trade him away for some reason. And I will never understand that because this kid's in the form of his life. It's gone on to the point where it's not just a fluke. This is who he is in this league. And they want to trade him away because they want to bring in someone else. Supposedly. I don't understand that desire to trade away a guy who's in top form right now. Well, they must have somebody in mind that they feel is better or has a you know more potential. But but the, the I mean is did this solidify? Uh, is is LAFC going to be touched? I mean, Austin's only what a point? Are they a point behind them? I think they're like two points, but they've played one more game. Okay, I mean, and then it drops off to Real Salt Lake and Minnesota. So I mean, are we give? Is the West over? Is LAFC going to win the West going away? I, I think the top two spots in the West are over. I think that's LAFC and Austin's to lose, and I don't think they're going to lose it. AJ? Okay. I think LAFC, I, it's like you said, it's close. They're up a point with a game in hand still uh, over Austin, but I think it's 
it's one of those situations where it's not done, but it's all but done. Are, um, either, are either you guys surprised that Austin hasn't stumbled more than what I mean? Yes. We, we talked about oh, it yeah. early on and, and it's just, I'd never expected they'd be in this position in mid to late July. Uh, I can understand it. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Josh Wolf is showing how good of a coach he is and why he was, he's been destined or why he's been tabbed as one of the next good MLS American coaches, because he's showing exactly what he set this team up to do. I mean, they struggled last year, but you could always see a a tactical game plan from them, a style that they wanted to go with. And it's coming off perfectly this year. I mean, they're scoring goals by the bucketful. They're not letting in a whole lot now and they're beating teams. They should beat. And they're beating teams that, uh, would generally give them competition. They're staying up in the top spots in the Western Conference than top spots in the Supporters' Shield. So, yeah, I'm I'm legitimately surprised they're there already considering they haven't gone out and spent a crap ton of money like LAFC and <laughs> Atlanta United did in their early runs. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be one of those, you start the brand-new season, maybe there mm-hmm. was a, you know, it was the feeling in the locker room and all that stuff, and that'll get you, you know, a win or two here and there that maybe you shouldn't be picking up, but then... They just keep it going and they just don't stop. And yeah, it's gotten to the point where I, they're forcing me to take them seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the, the drive off the cliff, but I think they just keep building that bridge further and further in front of them. Cause they're really looking like they're the real deal. Yeah. Usually the cliff comes earlier and <clears throat> I always like to pick teams that start off hot and watch them tumble to the bottom. And yeah, I, was, I, I was, I was Colorado last year and it didn't color- work. And it didn't work with Austin this year. I just thought it was a fluke. So, yeah, whatever. So, no, good for them. I'm sure they're very excited. But um... So take note, listeners, whenever or when the season starts next year after the first four games, whoever Dan's ragging on, start betting on them heavily to win the call, Western Conference. Call your bookie. <laughs> All right, so that's enough of a look across the league right now. Oh, uh, one note, Todd DiCastianos, uh wonderful goal scorer for NYCFC, is off to La Liga. He's staying within the Manchester City football group, but he has played his last game by scoring, I believe, the game-winning or game-tying goal yesterday in the Hudson River Derby for NYCFC. Uh, looking up game-winning goal in New York uh, against New York Red Bulls. Uh, he is now off after much consternation by him uh, publicly proclaiming that he wanted to go to Europe, and now he's off to Europe. So congratulations to him on getting the move. Uh, sad to see another goal scorer leave the league, but we'll see what LA, what New York City FC do to replace him. Dan, time for the predictor. AJ, you got your predictors right, ready, right? I do, yeah. All right, perfect. Dan. Yep, predictors. Anyway. We each pick three uh, matches. One of them must be an MNUFC upcoming match. If you get the, if you get the winners correct, uh, you get a point. If you get the score exactly right, you get a bonus point. Possibility of six points, although that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> If it does happen, that person should just win the season because well, you should we, just, no one's ever just come quit. close. Everybody else should just quit. So <laughs> That's your walk-off moment. All right, let's do a quick recap before we make our predictions for this week. Only two points total this week, one for me, one for you, Dan. Oh, uh, I predicted Minnesota would win 4-0 against D.C. United. Well, they won, but it wasn't 4-0. It was 2-0. So I get a point there. You predicted they'd win 3-0. Uh, well, so we, we both get a point from that one. That's our it? That's all we got? Win. We're That's all we got? Oh, yeah. God. You said Minnesota would beat Sporting Kansas City 3-1. It was a 1-1 oh. draw. You said Real Salt Lake and Sporting Kansas City would draw to a 1-1 draw. Well, when Sporting Kansas City goes down a man, they kind of just crumble, and yeah. RSL took advantage of scoring three goals on them. Hmm. I'm not going to bring up my 4-2 Seattle win over Chicago prediction because that one went horribly wrong. But So our current score line leaves us 25 
uh, predict or 25 goals for me and 20 for you, Dan. But now I've got to guess. Five, wait, I'm five behind you? Yeah. Well, when, oh I went, when I went three for three last week and you went 0 for three. <sighs> it helped widen that lead a little bit. This is not good. So, since we have a guest, we will let them go first. AJ, make your first prediction, sir. Um, do you guys would like to, I do you guys Doesn't like to usually Okay. So we're I'll 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 save Minnesota United's. Uh, yeah, you're you're in the, you're in the leadoff spot. You will follow you. You do Perfect. you you go wherever you want. Sweet. I'm going to start off first with a draw between Austin FC and New York Red Bull on I believe it's the Sunday night. Nice. So pr- two very good teams. Um I'd like I said Austin, they've proved me wrong. I think they're going to hang with uh the Red Bulls and it'll be a 1-1 draw. 1-1 draw. All right. Got it. Dan? Uh, let's see. All right. He stayed away from Minnesota. I will, I will as well. Uh, Saturday, Vancouver three, Chicago nil. Whoa. Vancouver out of nowhere. Chicago's that bad. Uh, Chicago just beat Philadelphia and Seattle in a week. It's a fluke. (laughs) Okay. All right. Take your word for it. I'm going to bet on Chicago here. Sorry. Go for it. (laughs) I dare you. I dare you to pick Chicago. I'm not in Vegas until a couple weeks. No, no, from do now, it. So. No, do it. But come on, let's go right now. It's Minnesota. I can't bet. Pick Chicago. Stupid laws. You're not going to do it, are you? All right. <laughs> no. I guess I won that round. I will pick Austin. I'll pick the Austin New York Red Bulls match that AJ picked, but I will predict a win for Austin, continuing their winning ways, a 2 1 win for Austin against the New York Red Bulls. All right. My next one is going to be LAFC against Sporting Kansas City. I would, did I just steal all your just picks? Taking all my matches here? Sh- shouldn't have let me go first. Um, LAFC is going to steamroll uh, this weekend. I think a 4-0 to zero win. 4-0 for sure. LAFC over Sporting Kansas City. Four. Four, he says. Okay, uh, Saturday, Nashville 2, Cincinnati 0. Okay. Well, now that AJ took my other match, I'm not going to go with the same three matches. Pick your Chicago AJ. now. Pick Chicago, I dare you. No, I'm going to pick New England because pick they are Chicago. struggling of lately, and Columbus is on a roll with Hernandez as their key striker, bringing in four goals in the last three games in his first three games. I think he was—he literally set a new record. He was, he was the first player in MLS history to score for, four goals in his first 90 minutes of MLS action. So congratulations on Columbus on a hell of a designated player signing. Uh, so I'm going to go Columbus, a 3-1 win over the New England Revolution this weekend. All right. All right, so that'll leave it to the United against Houston Dynamo. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a little deja vu from the other night. I'm going to say 2-0 Loons. Ooh, wow. I like going it. right at it. Dan? Uh, I have Minnesota 2, Houston 1. Dang it. What's the matter, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Third Pick? Not I had that as well. Right? Minnesota 2, Houston 1. I'm going to no? well, fine. I'll go. I'll go one step up, as you always force me to do. Minnesota win at Houston. All right. That seems like a terrible pick, but good for you. Yeah, it absolutely (laughs) is a terrible pick, but we'll see what happens. All right. right. So that was the predictor. We'll close out the show today with Write That Down, our other weekly soccer-related prediction segment. We each make three soccer-related predictions, not necessarily goal line or goal score predictions. Uh, We will keep track of the predictions throughout the year, and the correct predictions will be called goals. The person with the most goals at the end of the season will win the coveted golden boot, which is the Adrian Heath gnome above my shoulder over there. If you're watching the video (laughs) version of this, Uh, Dan, couple things coming off the board this week. None good for you. I mean, Uh, you 
had three man. things come off the board and they were all negative. You said Chicago will be in last place for the rest of the season. Well, thanks to beating Philadelphia and Seattle in one week, they're up to, I think, 10th in the Eastern Conference. No, they're 12th in the Eastern Conference, but it's two point, It's plenty of points away from D.C. United, so Chicago proving you wrong once again. Uh, <laughs> you also said we both made a Bongi-related prediction. We both picked the same game, so we each chose a half, and we both got it wrong because he didn't score against Kansas Why City. won't he score? What's, why does he do that? closer and closer, and... By God, when it happens. Is it a language barrier? What is it? What is the problem? <laughs> yes, it's a language barrier between him and scoring a goal. What is it? There's something wrong there. I don't know what it is. Does he understand that are goals the same in South Africa as they are here? He scored well, them there. Because he, he, he appears to not get it. I don't know. <laughs> he scored them there. Uh, you also said Minnesota. and I, I Listening back to this prediction from last week, I was a little stunned yes. that you made it. You said Minnesota will extend their their streak of scoring three goals in a match to five by mm-hmm. scoring three goals against Sporting Kansas City and D.C. United, which was a bold, bold claim. That's a home run hit if you hit it. Well, yeah. it didn't, yeah, no, unfortunately. No, it wasn't right even away. close. Yeah. Uh, one thing, one other thing coming off the board for me, I said Minnesota will be back in the playoff spots by the time of the Everton friendly while they are in fourth place in the Western Conference. I didn't expect them to be in a home playoff spot by the time that happens. So I get a goal, bringing our totals to 13 goals on the season, boys. So it is all tied up. Plenty wow. still to come off the board. Dan, you have 17 predictions left to come off the really? board. I have 22. So wow, we got to start making some predictions that are not yeah, we gotta, short term. Yeah, short, we gotta live. We gotta live in today. We gotta live in today for a while. All right. Once again, we'll let the special guest AJ Fredrickson go first, sir. All right. Um, I am going to stay with the loons for my first pick. Uh, right. First one is going to be that Minnesota United will be top three in the Western Conference by the All-Star game. So I think we all know one and two are out. Basically, all I'm saying is they are going to leapfrog the lovely Real Salt Lake. They are currently two points back uh, at 21 games even. But uh, when you look at it over the next three, as I stated earlier, Minnesota goes Houston on the road, Portland at home, Colorado on the road. I see a lot of points there. Personally, I see at least seven, and I think that's going to be good enough to beat uh, Trump, Real Salt Lake, who uh, have Dallas at home, at San Jose, and then our home against LAFC. I see them dropping against Francisco Calvo. I see them dropping a good handful of points. <laughs> dropping those like next a Calvo. <laughs> I, 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 am I next? Uh, sure. Why not? I'll go. I, Cause I'm going to read this just as I have it. So it doesn't sound like I'm just copying AJ. I have written down here. MNUFC will finish July ahead of real salt Lake. It's okay. basically the same thing he just said, but that's the way I put it down. So is, is that the exact same pick? No, because no. mine is the all-star game, which there's one match that they're, uh, that they have in on August 6th against Colorado and no, the, but I said but they will finish July ahead, so it actually is the same pick. Kind of, but there's a bit of a difference. A little bit of a difference, I think. Very slight. He's okay. giving it more time. Right, I'm going to get like down. an extra week. Yeah, right, write that down. All right, I'm going to swing big here. I'm going to go with the parlay like just like I did last week, just like both of us did last week, Dan. Uh, parlay here. One, Emmanuel Reynoso will register a goal and an assist against Houston. The second part? Darwin Quintero will not score or register an assist against Minnesota coming this Saturday. Why are you hating that on Darwin? I like hating Darwin. Hating on Darwin, hating on Franco, like Darwin. Francisco Calvo. <laughs> hey, you're bitter tonight. Okay. Damn. All right, AJ. 
Um, I don't know when it exactly will be, but Gareth Bale, in his first MLS career start, he will record a goal. One goal? Two goals? No, I'm going to say I'm going to say one. one? I'm going to say one. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to par. If I if I wanted to go really bold, I would say he's going to parlay it with a golf chip celebration, (laughs) but I'm not going to do that. He's just first career start. He will uh, score a goal. When do we see the Wales golf LAFC flag? <laughs> I hopefully soon. <laughs> so he's going to score a goal. So if he scores more than one, then that prediction is out. If you want. Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Okay. All right, Dan. Okay. You're trying to goad him into saying like a hat trick. I was just trying to help him protect himself by saying at least a oh. goal. In oh, case yeah. there's okay. more scored, but he's okay. going with just one goal. Oh, I'll go with just one. Keeping it conservative. I'll go with okay. just one. Okay. Uh, uh, right now in the West, if you look at the teams that are out of the playoffs, I am predicting that Colorado, San Jose, Sporting Kansas City, and Vancouver will all remain out of the playoffs for the rest of the year. Whoa. Those, those, so I'm saying those four, Colorado, San Jose, Sporting KC, and Vancouver are done. That's no use in watching you. them. No use in watching them. They're done. Over. That worked well for your Chicago pick a couple weeks ago. That's right. Well, what do you – what? <laughs> We're tied at 13. Stop. Stop. Jeez. Uh, it's okay. You still have another pick on the board that said after this weekend or something like this, LAFC, Real Salt Lake, Austin, and Colorado will not be in the top four together. See, That's stayed true for the most part because of Colorado. See, you, you, uh, you have the advantage. You have all the picks and – I don't have those, so I can share the spreadsheet with you. If you <laughs> no, that'd be a lot of work. I don't That's like to too read. Hard. Too much. I don't work. like. Yeah, I don't. Do I make it hard? <laughs> you barely read the rundowns I give you, so it's all right. I look at them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, write this down, boys. Minnesota will score a goal against Everton on Wednesday. That goal will come from someone who's not a regular starter, though. I don't know who it's going to be, but they're not going to be a regular starter. Hmm. Which at this point it's eleven guys because it's been the same starting lineup for the past four. So you're years. talking about the eleven guys that have started the last four. Yeah. It's not so gonna someone be one of them. Than that. It's gonna be Bongi now. He'll finally score. It's gonna yes. be Dane. Dane's Dane gonna Saint score Clark. a goal. <laughs> a little chippy. A little chippy. Write that down. All right, I my final, final one. one. And correct me if this this transcends the scope of the game. I'm going with a international soccer. Thing. Not not that. just ML. Perfect. Um, write this down. By the end of the summer transfer window, Mark Kukurea will uh, complete a transfer from Brighton to Manchester City. Wow. Very specific. Just another signing for Manchester City. Just dumping They've all got that, the, money. That, that oil money. Very specific. You just throwing stuff against the wall, or do you know something? No, no, no. I mean, they. I know Pep's high on them, and they just had the outgoing right. left back of Alexander Zinchenko to Arsenal, so they need to immediately you know they need depth they're playing champions league they want to get another premier league trophy so you need another left back and that's exactly what uh mark kukare is going to do i told him he couldn't use the one that we all found out the other day so you can't use that one aj all right that's, that's final fine. write that down and i can't believe we went this long without mentioning it that's on me dane st Clair is an all-star this year congratulations to him and Reno. Emmanuel Reynoso, good for them uh, getting into the All-Star game. That's that's awesome that they both get in. Dane St. Clair, when he's in goal during the All-Star game, will not give up a goal to the Liga MX side. Wow. Okay. Write that it. down. By the way, you skipped me, and I didn't do my third one yet. So right now I'm using the cursor on my mouse to poke your eyes out. I wish that would show up on, I wish that would show up on a podcast, 
what, what I'm doing with my, yeah, anyway. Oh, uh, sorry. I was too it's excited. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, you were really excited. Um, it's the Tahitian treat. Oh, yeah, it's kicking in. Wow. It's been 42 minutes, we of better, course, it's kicking in. We better wrap up. Sounds third can. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, August, Minnesota will only lose one match in August. Write that down. Now i got to look at their schedule for August. They've got uh, five, I believe. Is it five or six? I believe five. they will probably go three, one, and one in August. I could see so that one, with their one loss. Yeah, it's a good month. It's, it's going to be a great be, month. Probably going to be Austin, but which would suck because I'd be at home. But hey, yeah, you know, I, I think Austin's. It. I think Austin's fading. Austin's on the way down. Well, now trust I'm me. definitely going to be putting money trust on Austin me. for the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> season. Me. Trust me, it's over. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Going to Vegas in a couple weeks. I'm putting money on Austin now. Now that Dan said it, uh, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, that has been Write That Down, and that, that has been Loon Talk for this week. AJ, it's been a pleasure having you. We'll have you next week because in a couple weeks, as I mentioned, I'm going to Vegas, so AJ's going to be taking over for me for the week. It'll just be AJ and Dan in a couple weeks, so we'll have AJ stick around uh, for a couple more weeks here on Loon Talk. AJ, good stuff tonight. Yeah, appreciate you having me, Dan. We're going to have a ball when uh, when it's just us two. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's when we're really going to get lo- uh, let loose and have the You know what happens really when fun. the substitute teacher shows up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Dan fun thanks aj open. yeah of course <laughs> all right be sure to join us saturday night minnesota united at houston dynamo 7 p.m pre-match so 7 30 p.m kickoff on 1500 espn live.1500espn.com and the score north mobile app boys we'll talk to you then loons fans see you later Go see you Hi, this is Daniel Rue the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluke. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if see how it can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit